What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, the High on Soccer Podcast, with your favorite host in the world to bring you soccer talk. I'm going to start with Amatabaza. What's up, bro? Jorge Martinez. What it do? Myself, Dylan. And we are your High on Soccer High on Soccer Podcast team. So, I know I'm trying to keep it enthusiastic. Amon's looking sad over there in the corner. Just like, <laughs> what the hell? We have some serious things. We have some serious stuff to talk about. Who discuss? And it's United States men's national team drama. No US MNT drama. Because, Amon. I know you got a lot to say. <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? Some crazy shit is going on. Yeah, it's fucking going down in the locker rooms, bro. So, let's start off with the. I'm not. I'm asking for a freaking rant here from you, man. Like, oh, I want, oh, oh, yeah, the rat. Go for it. The rat is coming. Because the rat, I, the rat is coming. Because you know, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have to build my way up to it. You know, dude, go for it, bro. Right. I'm too freaking hyped. All right, I got you. So then I want to hear Jorge's chill response. Hi. Let's start off with Harry Potter, Mr. Weston McKinney. Alright. Weston McKinney. More like Slytherin. Alright. I'm gonna start off I'm gonna start with him. Because uh, Weston McKinney, if you guys remember a couple of months ago when uh, COVID was happening and when he went hosting uh, that party in oh, Italy yeah. and that got him in trouble and I remember I posted about it. And I got a lot of backlash from a lot of people telling me, hey man, just let him have fun. He's young. Let him, you know, do what he wants to. It's COVID. Let him party. Let him do this. And I'm saying it's like that's okay to do if, you, if you're not a player that's responsible. If you're not Weston McKinney. If, yeah, if you're not a player that's... For Juve. That's not for just Juve. for Juve, man. For the United States exactly. national team, he might be with Juve for two years, three years, but he's going to be with the USMNT for, for, for the rest of his career, hopefully. And when I posted about it, it's not, it wasn't out of hate to Weston McKinney. It was about like criticizing him out of, like, out of my expectations from him as a USMNT well, yeah. player. Like, I, I love the guy, right? But what he did was unacceptable in Italy, and many people, they had his back, and, and they supported it, unfortunately. And... You know, I wasn't trying to be negative. I was, I was just like, you're, you're training with Cristiano Ronaldo. If that's not someone to look up to and to abide by and to, you know, try to imitate, then you're not getting the best of Cristiano Ronaldo being with you. You know, you don't like playing with Cristiano Ronaldo is a privilege. If that man should teach you anything, it's discipline and dedication oh, yeah. to, That's your why team, he bailed to your and national team. Was like, Fuck it. To your national team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he's done it even with him being on the team. So it's not an issue, you know, about Cristiano. It's something with Weston McKinney himself. It's a maturity right. issue with Weston McKinney. I don't think he's fully realized, you know, the 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 weight that's on his shoulders, you know, being Weston McKinney. Exactly. You know, you're you're we look at you as a starter. We look at you as someone who's gonna help us go as far as we can in the World Cup, right? He's definitely of one of the two thousand twenty six. And we're also, you know, I expect Weston McKinney to become one of the best midfiel- midfielders in the world. Why not? He's young, he he's he's talented. He's still Bro, young. The, the sky is the limit for Weston McKinney. So I'm gonna start off with saying that I'm very disappointed with him. As many things there is to agree with uh, Burr Halteron, you know, 
I agree that yes, you have to unfortunately let him go from the camp due to what he did. What he did was irresponsible. I think, so. I yeah. think he also put the other players in the camp at risk of getting COVID, and that you know, it's it goes it goes beyond just what he did personally to affect him. He's affected the whole entire team. Imagine if Weston McKinney, by breaking the protocol, had actually gotten you know, the the COVID from the person he brought in. Mm-hmm. And imagine if that had went on to, you know, other players in the team. That's not okay. What he did was absolutely not okay. And I don't even think that one game or, you know, is going to be enough. I think we should look at something serious for Weston McKinney so that he truly does get the lesson out of this. But I would wait to see if Juve is going to be tough on him. And if Juve is going to be very tough on him, then I'd be a little bit lighter with punishing him. But if Juve doesn't, you know, do something that drastic, then I think the USMNT should, unfortunately, as much as we need him in the World Cup, but he should have, if you're Weston McKinney, you should have, you should have known better. Like, you don't know that we're trying to get to the World Cup. You don't know what happened to us in 2018. You don't know the catastrophe that we've lived as USMNT Mm -hmm. and as US soccer fans. What you're doing is absolutely not okay. Absolutely not acceptable, not responsible. It's it's looking bad for you, you know, overall. And well, I, I think, mean, you know, you do have you do have some making up, I would say, on, to, yeah, to the but, to but the to US say that, like, to I mean, how much further could they punish him? Dylan, you were the maybe. same guy that said it's okay when he went partying in Juve. And you, and you were one of those people Bro, that, that, look, didn't cri- I'm just, that like, got mad about what, me for criticizing him. What more of a punishment should they give him, though? Because, yeah. I mean, what more can they do aside from fine him? Like, ban him for the next round of qualifiers? Or you saying to not even have ban him for, like, a year? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I would I, say probably the next round is okay enough. Yeah, that's... that's but, like, I mean, there's not much more of the... I, I think they handled the situation uh, well. Especially that he's not any player. Yeah, like, so they, they made an example out of him, which they should. Exactly. Like you said, you know, like, they didn't turn the other way. They said, no, you're one of our bigger players, and you should know better. You're a veteran here, and you know better than this. You shouldn't be doing this. But I think that right now, in, in terms of punishment, there's not much more I think they could really do aside from maybe possibly find him. Uh, and then maybe just, like, an additional game that he has to sit out. But, I mean, Baralter, I think he... He left it really, really open. I, I think he responded very nicely to the media and, and how he responded and saying that, he's, of course, the doors are open. Uh, but, yeah, McKinney has a lot of work to do. Uh, he Dude, he pissed off Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan. Like, yeah. this isn't just a little thing. It's kind of gotten now, bigger. Now, I, I, I kind of feel like Landon Donovan, in a way, he kind of... I, I kind of feel like he's just kind of butting butting his nose in just to butt his nose in and with his comments because. But he's I, still he's Mr. America, like for yeah. The but what he, to say that it's Federation. beyond repair is is to say that you know. I don't. Okay. Okay. I think he definitely went a little too far there. But yeah. as far as. But he does have the right to he, be a yeah. Right. I, the yeah, work that right. needs to be brought into the locker room mm-hmm. that McKinney has to now prove to his exactly. teammates that he's a responsible professional. It's going to take some work, just like you said, and, and it's... Well, he's going to have to yeah. really step up. And, and it's crazy, because we were having this conversation. I mean, we had a whole Weston McKinney podcast. This is a player oh, that I we know, highly dude. rate. Now looking at it, it's like, damn. <laughs> we, we did an episode. I think, I think currently he's, he's the second best American player after Pulisic. That's what I personally think. So he, uh, he, this time currently, yeah. Uh, really. Yeah, so, and then, and then also, even, death. even as far as, even as, far as Caps, yeah. he has... He's like on the on the he's been one of those and you know so he he's had a 
He's had a few caps. Yeah. For for his age, for player his games. age, he's had a good amount. Yeah. So you're like not just any player also on the US. Well, McKinney's been one of the first names of it that's been brought up in recent exactly. years when we've been talking about this golden generation in the US. Yeah. Dude, at Schalke, they had him playing right back, center back, defensive mid, cam, yep. striker. He played every position, wherever they needed. I was like, dude, this guy wears number two, but he constantly plays in the center mid. But a couple times I've seen him playing right back, and he just scored a goal in the Champions League. Yeah. Like, uh, and now Italy have made what? him even more of like yeah. a Swiss Army knife, but in the midfield. See, and we, box, I think we've talked guy. about it before. He's kind of like a, he's the American like genie went out of him. He's yep. same same my, sort of player. My point of view is I'm not saying that these players shouldn't have fun. Mm-hmm. I'm all about have fun, do what makes you happy. But when you but there's always a responsible mm-hmm. way to do things. And right? there's, there's a time, the and right a place, time yeah. and a place. This was not the time. Yeah, and like my personal opinion, if you're any soccer player. I'd hold it off until you're 35. You're still young. When you're 35, you can party, you can do whatever you want. Once you're done, once you once you give your career everything you can possibly give it, because you will never, the sad part is, is you will never know your entire potential unless you can honestly do everything you possibly can to, to do it. And doing everything you possibly can means also having the discipline to not do a lot of things as well. It's not just about doing things, it's also about not doing and not engaging in a lot of things. First, it's not just putting his team at risk. Isn't that a distraction to him? Isn't that like, shouldn't yeah, you be focused you on be focused your country on... going to the World Cup? And it dominating? wasn't going for them well Especially anyways. after the results. Yeah, I mean, come on, like we just got top 10 national teams ranked in the world. Like, you don't think that these draws are going to affect us? And this is how, how, how we respond? Yeah, this is this right. is how you respond to top 10. Shouldn't like, we be competing for top 10? And look, against look. El Salvador, who at this very moment is losing exactly. to Canada and then, to zero. And then, so we're watching the game <laughs> you know with Weston McKinney I think we spoke about him enough I think we all agree that what he did is wrong and you know he should be punished for it and now let's 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 move on to a different subject more drama more drama alright so go for let's it talk about, it let's talk about I'm not gonna get into Berhalter's game tactics yet, or what he's been doing in the games, or his relationship with the players. Because that still depends because on what happens next. Not, not just that. Because honestly, like I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know everything. But there is a couple things that there's a lot of signs that I'm seeing. First of all, when Tim Weah gets injured, Gio Reyna gets injured, all these players that we have have been getting injured. Sergino Dest, we're not getting we from from the first. Injury. We should have gotten someone to replace him. We should have gotten players to replace the players that we already have. Why not? Why? Why wasn't Berhalter getting players to replace the injured ones? Yeah, he didn't get. He didn't bring anyone up uh, for Des. I know he. He called. Who did he call it, up for? Uh, for for Weston McKinney, they did bring up someone else. Yule. Yeah, Jackson Yule. Yule. Jackson so, Yule's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, but it's like but that's, even that, even that's even the kind of guy that's going to join the team. Does he really make a? a Jackson mm-hmm. Yule is someone that I can potentially see with yeah. the next Tim, five Tim Weah and Gio, and Gio Reyna, even and Sergino Dest, where are the players to replace them? Well, Tim Weah, he didn't go to the camp at all. He, yeah, so, so the moment they found out about his injury, why not call up another player? But, I, I, I mean, they did. I, it's it's the players that we have there. I think he probably would have been there instead of maybe, like, Aronson. I'm not sure. No, no Aronson should have gone. No, I but think that was Hoppy that, or, or Peafog. I mean, maybe. Maybe Peafog is but, the one that they brought in for him. Well, Hoppy yeah. didn't come because he just sent for Mallorca. So he's he's over there. He's handling all that. So there, he wasn't going to come for that. It, but, I mean, he's still... Or, like, 19, okay, fine. So. Like, like, like Gio Reyna or... 
We yeah, need, we didn't bring in anyone after Gio Reyna. No one to replace That's the him. thing. So I think that there's an issue of, of him not bringing in these players. Well, there's de- and there's definitely uh, talented player, players out there that, that could replace them. I, 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 I have, think they're already on the team. And that's the guys who started, who are Aronson. And, no, I don't, well, think, I don't think we have the full amount of players that we could call no, yeah, to the I think team, that, yeah, which is a huge issue. Uh, Why not? After McKenney, they brought in Jackson Ewell, but Des has gone back to Spain. And Gio Reyna has also and gone Tim back. Tim they didn't really bring in anyone from the beginning because Tim well, Weah Tim was Wea- like, injured like the day of... Tim Weah no, has Tim not Wea been had part gotten of the hurt. US national no, he, team He was for never going to go to this camp. I think he was hurt a few days before. So it's going to take so a while So they had someone back. for him already, but I think we're just missing two players. Just Even, to even those play two players team. that, you know, I think uh, well, that's Luca, Luca De La Torre. Luca De La Torre, Julian Green another option too. Because I know he chose to not go to the first Gold camp Cup. because yeah. he wanted to focus on his team. He thought that that was the best way to get into the national team, which obviously did not go too well because he didn't well, develop that I relationship mean, with Berhalter. Well, but, but he has played for Berhalter. He has played for Berhalter in the past already. Yeah, but you uh, don't turn down a call up to your national team. I, I, I'm not... He did turn it down. Yeah, I know he turned it down, yeah. but it, it's the Gold <laughs> Cup. I'm pretty sure, I don't think Berhalter yeah. was too like. I don't think he it. was too. I, I think he understands because it's it's like well, right. Just, okay, maybe it is a good ch- a way to get into the national team, but this is also he needs to focus on his his career first too, and if if he's like not like fitting into one or the other, so if he's going to the U.S. and look the U.S. The way they are right now, it, it maybe he wouldn't fit into the system right now the way it is because that the, it's just there's, it's guess, not meshing. I guess what I'm trying to say is like he put us in a situation. Like I agree, he should have still been called, but he put us in a situation where he validated Berhalter's decision to not call him because he did refuse that, yeah. the call, the last call to uh-huh. the national team, and that never looks good. On no, I guess yeah, you know, it, if, it always looks a little bad. But yeah, I don't think that they like came to like a very like mutual agreement about it or something. But obviously. That probably might have might have hurt his chances with the national team because Berhalter didn't get to see him. He didn't. Right. No, but I, I agree. Guys. He should. He's a player that should definitely be there when, uh, in the midfield when we don't have a player like Jerrina. He's that. He can play a similar position. Uh, and, and and yeah, there's just there's a few other players out there that I, I can't think of. Them. I just I forgot who, but I remember seeing a list of a, of players even in Europe that that were left out that should or could arguably be there. Well. All that is right, but I want to talk about the U.S. men's drama of we can't even play away from home at all, man. Well, not even at home we play well or that's away. The thing. That's the thing. So we have like this horrible conception here, perspective Ooh. in the United States. I was. This is kind of what I was. Uh-huh. Yeah. A draw away is freaking good. A draw away is not good. A draw away is good as if you're playing against freaking Brazil in Brazil. Yeah, a, a draw away is good as if you're playing against Spain and, and Madrid. That's a good draw. But if you're playing against Honduras or Salvador, in Salvador or in Honduras, it is not okay to draw. It is no. not okay to draw if, if you're right well, back. We're not if this, you're, see, Ahmad, I agree with you because we should come out of those games winning. But even the, mm-hmm. the Nations League and the Gold Cup, those games that we won were not pretty. Berhalter got away with He got away. He got away with, with it. With he always two, gets away with it. Two trophies, right? He, yeah. So now everyone's going to hold us to those trophies and that's going to that's you know, give him the credibility to go on to the next window of qualifications because I think even if he does draw against Honduras, he'll still not be fired. Even if he loses, right? It'll take... He'll well, still I mean, there's a lot, next. like, yeah, like you, you mentioned before, a lot of, like, uh, 
like back side, back uh, you know, yeah, back yeah. door kind of stuff going on. Yeah, so, so like, so like, I think, I think, I mean, first of all, we all know how Beralter kind of like got his job. Yeah, right? yeah. So that's that's number one. Do number we two, remind, remind the fans. Remind just the fans. like, I don't his know, brother it's, is, it's, it's stuff is, that you see in third world countries where you know a guy that knows a guy who knows a guy that can get you something. Right? It's his brother. Yeah, dude. Like, oh wow. I want to just put him fully, but like, if, that's number one. Number two. Did you know that Berhalter was fired from a second division Swedish team for lacking offensive creativity? Right? Which is pretty fucking evident because we can't seem to pass the and ball that's, forward. That's, and, that's, and that's in 2014. So that's not that long ago. All we passed is fucking sideways and backwards. Right? So as far as like, forward, like defensively, okay, dude. I like him. Sure. We're okay defensively. I'll say. All right? Because, you know, we don't get really scored on that much. So that's... No, at least true. when we play the Avatars. <laughs> but, but offensively, we're dead. We're clueless. <clears throat> we're we're clueless uh, offensively. Just, there's I, no plan. Yeah. No, there's no plan going forward. And to prove what I'm saying, Captain America came out in the press conference exactly and he said. said, we need to change things up. Like, we got to have like a different plan. We got to have something different. Christian Pulisic is clearly frustrated. Of course, how could you? With, like, how yeah. could you not be? Like, with the team and, and his and his uh, his words. Well, think well, about this it. This is a player that's used to playing. With, exactly. I was yeah. just thinking about Christian Pulisic is playing on Chelsea, who are the reigning Champions League winners, who have great talent, great players. Supposed playing right next to like Jorginho. And now he's playing Conte. with Kaku. Like these guys are world class, and now he comes to the U.S. Team. Which happens to have world-class potential. Potential, but the offense, the tactics, the instruction. I think. I think you're going forward. But but bro, here's the thing. Like, even us saying that gives them gives them like, bro, Sergino Dest is not potential. He's a starter in Barcelona. Bro, when you see him, we see him. But to be like, like Jamie Reina, Alves, Reina, to be better than that. Jay Reyna, starter on Bruce Dortmund. Uh, Brendan Aronson, starter on. But that's all why of players they are, should are put starters. that talent. Together and that's they're the not thing. doing not. it. And so that's, that's that the makes embarrassing the part. Look, Where look, does that come I'll tell from? you one thing. If one player on the team looked bad, then it's that player, right? If two players look bad on the team, then it's those two players. So four players, not. it's four players. But when the whole entire team looks like shit, you gotta start looking at the coach, right? You gotta start. Exactly. I think you have to start, gotta, yeah, looking at something gotta, else. You gotta start looking at the coach. Because right? if even even like our our so-called talisman, you know, our, our current number ten. Uh, our best, our current best player, Pulisic. Yeah, he's coming out and he's saying some strong words, like you mentioned. He's, those are frustrated words, and and they, they should not be taken lightly. It's it's pretty evident what the issue is. Uh, you know, like it's the attacking style. It's just it, we have nothing going forward. Like like you guys said, even as far as like the Gold Cup or the Nations or the Nations Cup. We won 1-0 on every single game except we won six against who? Like a country that none of us even probably remember because, like, yeah, who, it's not even. Remember. It's a country that no one knows. I mean, Martin the nation. Yeah, yeah, that's Mar- that's who we won against. <laughs> Fucking okay, look, the Nations League uh, is like it, it's joking itself when it, it. How can you have be a tournament and start in what the quarterfinals? I'll tell you this, dude. Mexico missed the penalty. And then in the final, mm-hmm. so like had they scored, I don't know. I think it would have been different. I don't know. And that's or, like was, I feel yeah. like they got lucky. Even against Qatar, it was like a last minute goal. Why exactly. started? Like it was so unexpected and it yeah, was so. Exactly. And I, I think that every single game that, or even when we played against Haiti. Yeah, the gold cup. zero against Haiti, and they almost tied us. And in that's the, final the problem, man. Like we're not dominating. Yeah, we're not. Like Amon, you you no make domination. it clear. 
that the United States needs to be the dominating team here in CONCACAF. And honestly, I don't know about dominating as long as Mexico's there. Mexico and the U.S. should be rivaling like they all have for the past year. But now with Canada getting better, but the other guys, they shouldn't even be able to touch the United States based off of the talent that they have now. And they're not getting there. They're not doing it. What? Like, we've talked about the coach, we've talked about the players not playing well, but what is it they need, you know? Like, what would you guys, Jorge, do you have something that you think that they need? Like an influence, a player. A play, I mean, well, as far as players or influence, the, the A formation players, change. I don't think going anywhere kind of like five at the back, which we have seen a few times, is our best bet. I think a 4-3-3, but a 4-3-3 attacking is more of what we need. And, and we're not seeing that. We do have some veteran players there, uh, but we have some, some players that also I just don't, I think, have no business in the national team. There's, I'm sorry, but it's just, it's time for some of these players to not be called up anymore. And and I think that's that's what it is, is, is we're relying on players that have, as, as we mentioned, have kind of skated by along with Beralter uh, in the last few, like, uh, friendlies that we've had, which actually, if, I don't know if you guys remember the friendlies that we had about a year ago, were poor. There's bro, still bro, bro, he's not he's not playing he's not playing players in their natural positions. No, he's playing. So like, okay, why so do Gino we have Dess is on not a left. fucking left back? Thank you. He, Thank you. Yes, dude. Yes. Okay, so okay hold on. Oh, you okay, have you, Anthony, hold on. you have hold Anthony Robinson. Have I want to say one Robinson? thing about that. Okay. We all agreed that potentially having Serginho Dess on the left back. Brendan Anderson is not in the middle. He shouldn't be in the, middle. the right back. Brendan it would like to make it open it up more, but we're now seeing that it isn't. Well, what well, the hell is DeAndre Yedlin? Yeah, you know doing? what? Yedlin. He's not. He's I not like going to be able to catch up to. He his, should be uh, on the World Cup team for me as a bench Davies. player. I think he should player. be a bench yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. He could play against like. Well, let's just let's remember that Des did play in this position on Nashville, and unfortunately he got hurt. So that it could have been completely different. We don't know. We don't know. But that's the thing is that. You, yeah, because I, I don't think DeAndre Edlin can hold up freaking Davies. No, he obviously can, but it's kind of a tough ask for anyone. A, a player from anyone. the Turkish League cannot hold Davies, for sure. I mean, it, it's for any player in any league. Davies is, is an absolutely lethal weapon. It, yeah, but if anyone had a chance on the team, I'd say Des. No, it's probably you know, Des. With the speed, because he has the speed. He has the speed. Up, but he, right. doesn't have the speed. Not anymore. Not anymore. What makes not, well, not anymore. Yeah, of course. Not compared, not, not when your opponent is Davies. Yeah. I was gonna, like, Yellen is still a fast player. But at one point or another, he was probably just as fast as Davies. It, not Long anymore. Time ago. Yeah, I mean, I think Yellen's my age, this is, this is <laughs> and an Davies is nineteen. Yeah, so like even his look, man. I think so. Brendan Aronson, let's talk. He shouldn't be in the middle. Brendan Aronson. I but Brendan Aronson plays that position. He's more of a like Salzburg. He played, he he's like play. a cam. He's like a number ten. I would he say he's a number ten. He's like a attacking midfielder. He was uh, Brendan Aronson looked looked lost in the midfield. Besides the the one goal that he scored, he looked lost on the midfield. Well, that's because they're playing him like wide. They play, playing they in play a center mid. Yeah, they play him more up front. Uh, with with the with Salzburg, with Salzburg. yeah 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 up front, more up front right behind the strikers that's and where I like him there more I like him there more I think you have or like okay Acosta why the hell did he go to the right back position at the end of the game dude I was what the so fuck? fucking confused <laughs> what the fuck is going on dude what is he doing he's okay well I think oh, that's something that Peralta asked oh, him to do yeah. why are you, that's why are you a waiting change. until the eighty second minute to make substitutions yeah dude yes 
Oh my god, I had completely forgotten about you, that. You cannot make you cannot make substitutions. These guys are tired. You know the. I don't think obviously it's not working, right? Have As you no, ever seen making any changes? besides putting in Zardes, which against Qatar? Have you seen like, and then it was in the final five minutes too. But have you seen? Berhalter like make those necessary changes dude, like, I within feel, the scope of the game. I, I I feel like he just makes subs to make subs. He wings it, dude. I feel like he's winging it half the bro, time. Like uh, I don't know. Like every time I look at Berhalter, I feel like look, bro, it's the same. He looks like he knows what he's doing, and then he tricks himself into thinking he, you know, into it's something else. It's the same else. issues we've been seeing throughout the Gold Cup and. It's just finally league. coming up because we're not winning games. Because we Mark Robinson we're not is winning. not getting a last minute World yeah, Cup games. Yeah, exactly. You know? Dude, that's it. Like we're we're fucking re- relying on like set pieces, you know. And I get I get that away in El Salvador because the pitch is shit. But we're playing fucking Nashville, this new ass MLS stadium, like. And USMNT page, like the official one on Instagram. When you guys tie, don't make it sound like you're happy, all right? Because none of us, no. like, we're not happy about a tie. Like, the whole narrative, maybe in, in freaking 2009, 2008, tying against Salvador and Salvador was an accomplishment. But right now, it is not an accomplishment. Beating them 1-0 is not an accomplishment. Come on, like, all I'm saying, we keep saying potential, potential, potential. All I'm saying is Brooks is not potential. Zach Steffen is not potential. Anthony Robinson is not potential. Sergino Dest is not potential. Uh, even, well, even, like, see, the thing with that, okay, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you. They because, can get better. Because they're still, yeah, they're still under 23. Extremely but deep. Even they're, like, they've they're, only been pro, like, Dest has been a pro for, like, three years. He's been with, with Ajax, he played two years, right? Exactly. So and two so, years there, and then now two years... This is his second year at Barca, so this is his fourth year. Right. So he's... It's, it's Serg- still really early. Even Sergino Desk right now, with his... Like, let's just say Sergino Desk, right, mm-hmm. right now. And we agreed that Salvador and Honduras and, you know, those guys have most of their players playing in the MLS. Mm-hmm. You don't think that Sergino Desk could take on any MLS player? I do. I agree with you. I agree with you yeah. 100%. Quality-wise, we should be a lot better. And I'm not trying to make excuses because I don't think that a point away uh, is a good result. It's just, it's it's something that I've been trying to preach like since the beginning. It was never going to be easy. And I think the problem or the issue is, was the attitude going in. That as if everything was our, not ours for the taking, but it was already ours. Given to us. It was given. They thought it was going to be a given. Yeah, that's what everyone thought. Like, oh, just because they play in that league or on that team, they're already better. And I understand that they're playing with Barcelona, playing at Chelsea, all that, all those teams playing at Borussia Dortmund. It does come with pedigree, but that's there with those players. And you, and to be the best, you need to come and you need to prove it here. And I just feel like because we scrapped away and we won these two trophies, our heads are in the ceilings. We're we we got number ten. We're in the top ten in the world. But like I said, like it wasn't pretty. And and the, you said it was like. We're going in there as if we deserve this, and it's already ours. It's given to us when it shouldn't be. And I think it's an attitude thing too, like from within, that we need to remember. It's like it's like when you score a goal, and you say zero zero. You have to have that yeah, it's zero yeah. zero mentality. And if we see, and if we see like the 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 team actually playing like a team, playing good soccer, they're creating chances, mm-hmm. but they're not scoring, and the score could not go in our favor, and I'd be fine. 
but there's not no but creativity there's, but going the performance forward. Performance is horrible. We, it's not even about the scores. It's exactly, about the performance. Exactly. It's been, exactly. Even even in the like in the Gold Cup, I guess you can say we couldn't really criticize them a lot because it wasn't the first team. Right? Yeah, and it's and a lot of it was a lot of like yeah, for some now they won zero the their way into winning the the trophy. Mm-hmm. Right? They won the trophy. Great. But now. World Cup qualifications is a different type of game. It's yeah. a different. It's a different animal, right? Going to the World Cup, countries give it their all. They're giving right? everything. You know, because only one country can win the Gold Cup. But World Cup qualifications, a couple countries have a chance, and it only two, happens three. every four years. And and you know what? Another thing to highlight is that these countries, a lot. Not that, I, I mean this with no disrespect, but in a way, you can say that they almost have nothing to play for. Because right. no one is counting on them to do anything. They're forgotten about. Haven't Salvador and Honduras, they've made it to the last couple of World Cups. Honduras so has long. gone to three World Cups. Which is it's, not bad. It's not, but that's the point that I'm trying to make is that they're not teams that people normally would expect. Maybe it's like Mexico, U.S., and then... Whoever well, else, more, makes whoever it. you know, so they, they have, they don't have, they yes, they have a lot to prove, but at the same time, they don't have the pressure that the U.S. has. For them, that they're happy with the draw because everyone's expecting them to lose that game. Everywhere else, they can go and try to forge a result away, you know, figure out something out to do something. But I, they, they're playing with with nothing to lose because no one is counting on them to do anything. So I, I feel like that also kind of like make makes them play like a little harder just because I don't know they it, if they win or lose like. Ooh. Oh, and just for content context here, we uh, we have we have the Panama Mexico game on right now, and uh, Panama seems right now as uh, Panama just scored one goal. It's the 28th minute against Mexico. Oh man, not a good result. Actually, not a good result for the uh, U.S. too as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, actually, a good result for the U.S. would be Mexico to beat Panama to because this would put a win here and a, and a loss for the U.S. That would put yeah, Panama at four points and leave the U.S. with two points. So making it even harder for the U.S. to oh climb. Oh my gosh! So this I is would not a good result. Panic at that point. Well, so no, this I'm is. Already, I'm already panicking. I'm getting like 2018 kind of vibes here, man. We're going to depend on Mexico Davis. to get through. Since Dave is just freaking <laughs> well, Seattle, bro, I've been panicking. <laughs> oh, that was a horrible spill by uh, <laughs> Since Brooks fell asleep. Horrible. Brooks fell asleep, by the way. I just gotta point that out. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so we, I, I, I had talked about this a little bit off air here with Dylan. So Brooks, Brooks needed to. He was, I believe, playing right center back. You gotta be there. Okay, look, Yedlin got caught out of position. It's it not happens. But Brooks. Yeah, you know Turner. What the fuck else could he do? He's protecting his first. I, I thought Turner played a great game. Turner, I, he saved I the think goal so. In the beginning. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Turner, amazing. Hey. Turner did amazing. So Dylan, fuck you. You were right. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Stefan would have saved it too. I mean, Stefan. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Turner's looking really good. Uh, Look, ball, all I can say. Least, at least it's better with at Stefan. Least, at least Turner we would have played better from the back. Yeah. So yeah. Stefan. Well, Stefan. Many times, bro, like we were just having like long balls, like long, you know, from like defense to. to well, Brooks was good at that. I want to see. But yeah, yeah, Brooks was actually Brooks was yes. good at that, like driving Brooks, those Brooks balls. Brooks would have had a phenomenal game for for me if, if it wasn't for that. Yeah, he just needed. I just don't understand what happened there. Yeah. I, I, I just think felt, also yeah. Sergino Dust uh, kind of like Davis went by him once in the beginning of the game. I think so. Before he got yeah. injured. Yeah. 
I, sometimes I feel like Serginho Dest kind of forgets that he's playing. Davies, man, honestly, bro, like, <laughs> it, man, he came through for his team, and he's been coming through for his team. I think he's he's uh, contributed in ten goals in the past. I don't know how many games, but in the past, he's like, still World really Cup, fucking. He's yeah. he's contributed about eight. Oh no, ten ten goals, he's, and then six of them he assisted, and four of them he scored. So that's great for Davies, man. Honestly, good for Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's. It pains me to say it, but in a way, I'm I'm happy. I'm glad that Canada is getting better. I'm glad that Canada, you know, is is getting up there because it only makes the competition. Conca-Caf. It only makes Concacaf better, yeah, which, which is only makes us. us better, and and that's what we all want, right? Because at the end of the day, wouldn't you love to go to a, a Gold Cup game and just be like? Fuck yeah! Like, yeah, wouldn't you want to like celebrate going there? Yeah, like Mexico has made us. It's kind of just like the rivalry. The rivalry exactly. and Messi makes them both. It only better. makes you better. Same way. Exactly. But as far as the United States, honestly, just something, something needs to change with the coaching. Obviously, like most, I would say, United States fans right now agree that. They don't want Berhalter. A lot of people have never really I know really this liked from him. friends. I know this from watching different media. I know this from my own personal media. Most people right now are leaning that they don't want Berhalter, and it's not a new thing. It's not something no, new that's been, been happening. It's been around. Actually. It's been something in the narrative for for a while now. Yeah, for and a long time. I'm I'm on board, man. I'm on board. I think I think the results are already bad in the tournament. I think that if it was gonna rain, we would have seen clouds, but there isn't really clouds. Like we're not really seeing any type of like offensive strategy. We're not really seeing any plan. We're not seeing players play in their natural positions. We're seeing a lot of drama within the actual team. And I think the cherry on top was Christian Pulisic going out and saying, we need something new, man. Long story short, what he's saying is we need something new. We need a different plan. And he's not just gonna go out and say, I don't want the coach anymore. He's not just going to go out and say, I don't agree with the coach. But, but that's, he's, he's pretty much saying, very, like, obviously what he point. said was regarding tactics. Exactly. He was in charge of the tactics. He's not, right. he's not he's talking the about the players. He's the, he's the, he's the, the team coach. captain. He's not going to throw his players under the bus like that. No. But when he's realizing something, and look, man, if there's one thing I like about Christian Pulisic is he actually is Captain America. Like, I do look at him as the captain, no matter people talk about Tyler Adams, people talk about... When I, when I see the true leader of that team, I look at Christian Pulisic. I, I think he's, like, the original guy that we all looked at. He has the most caps, probably, out of most of the players on the team. I think he so has well, the most potential, I think, as well. So... I think Christian Pulisic is the type of leader that when he realizes something is wrong with his national team, with his country, he's gonna he's not gonna stay quiet. No, because he he understands that that a lot of a lot of that pressure. Like let's just say for example, God forbids, USMNT doesn't make it to the World Cup in two thousand twenty-two, right? Disaster. Like like Disaster. it might you know Berhalter he might just go out and find a different team or whatever go back to coaching in the MLS, go coach a Swedish second team. <laughs> Christian Pulisic, like, this is his national team again. He's not going to make it to the World Cup again. Christian, if if anyone's going to be pissed the most out of all this, I, I, I'd imagine it, it would be Christian Pulisic, honestly. Well, yeah. yeah, he's already missed out on one World Cup and especially at uh, a very young and, age. Like, and, like, all eyes on him, you know? Yeah, All yeah. eyes are on Christian Pulisic. Well, I, I, I look, I'll, I'll be honest and I'll tell you that I don't necessarily agree that he's the leader. I, I don't see him as the leader, but I do definitely see him as a leader. Like, 
Like, if we had to have, like, three captains, like, I would, like, make him, like, vice captain or something, you know? <laughs> I, well, now this completely changes everything now with going on with McKinney, but I, I would say even Adams right now. Uh, to me, Adams has been an inspirational player. I think in the, in terms of, like, speaking out and whatnot. I agree. I, He's I, been the best player yeah, on the team. Pulisic has, has been there. But on, on the field, I, I saw, like, Adams kind of, like, really, really, like, trying to. Yeah. So, so I but it, I would, I between them two for it's sure. It's between, it's them. between them two for sure. Right now, it's got to be Pulisic. He's got more of experience. At, at, least, at least maybe, like, where I'm coming from is, like, okay, Tyler Adams, yes, mm. I, I do see leadership qualities in him, and I think he's him and still Pulisic. But, and he's, uh, he stated before that he wants it. Oh, yeah, he has. So, and you want that from a player. Yeah, he wants it. So he wants to be good the for him. Guy. I think he's and shown, he's he's shown, it, I think. He's shown a lot more maturity than some of our other players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wanna, as but, we've talked to Rick. But yeah. as far as, like, offensively, right, Tyler Adams might be in charge of, like, the midfield, maybe, like, cutting balls and interceptions and... You know, things like, you know, like controlling the tempo in the midfield. That's true. But Christian Pulisic, he's on the offensive side. Our, our issue with the USMNT has not really been about the, the, the defensive side of the game. It's been more mm-hmm. about the offensive side. I mean, we could, there's been some issues there, but I mean, that it's it's obviously the problem. And Pulisic, he's right, you know, he's put right in the front line of our front. You know, I mean, just think about how frustrated he's be, like, he is, like, because we know his right potential. Because right now we're giving him excuses. We're potential. saying he just came back from COVID. But you know, if he doesn't perform again, and you know, in in, uh, in front of uh, Honduras, then and that's what we're gonna find out. We're gonna have some we got one questions. game left today, or get one game left later today. And we're gonna know how much points Dude, this bucket field field comes out. Green. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna find out who and how the U.S. comes out. What comes from Burhalter? What does Pulisic say? Depending on. You know, the win or loss or draw. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Yeah, and, it'll, it'll be. And we'll it'll be definitely recap on another episode oh, yeah, we'll of the High on Soccer this. Podcast. Yeah. Burhalter out. Burhalter out. out, starting now. GGG out. See you later, guys. Later, babe.